All right, new episode of Sports Harder. I am your host for the evening, Maddie Lukewarm Ice, and my co-host for the evening, like always, is David Short But Not Long. Hi. (laughs) Oh, hey. Hey, what's going on? Oh, yeah, good. So we are Wait for me to pick up the mic, right? (laughs) A little bit. Coming to you now on our new day, Tuesday nights. Uh, hopefully we will be getting Boo Boo here with us shortly in the future. So, um, to talk about football season, everything else that's going down. Um, luckily, you know, since we are doing on Tuesdays, we can kind of update sooner about what happened on the games on Sunday and on Monday. Um, and you know, how we felt about certain ones and different things like that. But, what we will start off with this evening, uh, like we have been the past couple weeks since baseball is coming to a close, we will start with some Major League Baseball standings and what has been going down. So today, the Nationals beat the Phillies, so they have officially eliminated the Phillies from playoff contention, so they are no longer in the running to be able to make the playoffs. And their magic number is now down to two, which basically means they need to win two or hope that the person behind them loses two and they're in. Yep. So this is kind of coming down to the wire for the, the nationals. Um, so as always the American league East, we have the Yankees who have officially uh, gotten their playoff berth and spot. Um, in the American League Central, we have the uh, Twins, who are four games ahead of Cleveland, but have not locked up a spot yet. Uh, the West, we have the Astros, who have locked up their spot in the playoffs. Um, they are eight games ahead of Oakland. And then in the National League East, we have Atlanta, who has uh, locked up their spot. Um, the Nationals, eight and a half games behind them. Um, the Central, it looks like the Cardinals, surprisingly, have locked up a playoff spot. So they are good to go in the Central. They are three and a half games ahead of Milwaukee. And then in the West, of course, the good old Dodgers who had locked up their spot a long, <laughs> yeah. long time ago. Um, with They locked up their spot at the beginning of the year. That's like, yep, we won. Yeah, they we'll give us the division. Yeah, they pretty much were on cruise control after that. So, And just two divisions left to lock up. Just two. Yep. And they're both the central divisions. Uh, Cleveland is, if Minnesota wins three more games or a mixture of Cleveland losing and Minnesota winning, uh, that number is three. Their elimination number is three. So all Minnesota has to do is win the next three games, and they're in. They basically lock up their division. St. Louis, same way with Milwaukee. Milwaukee's got to keep pace with them or it's St. Louis keeps winning. They're on a six-game winning streak too. So, um, The wild cards are still uh, a close race um, right now. In the American League, we have Oakland uh, at the top spot um, with a game and a half ahead of Tampa who is in the um, 
second wild card spot, and then Cleveland only half a game behind Tampa. <laughs> Cleveland can be sneaky. They they can. And then the National League, like we were just discussing, the Nationals are at the top spot right now, uh, one game ahead of Milwaukee um, for the highest spot. And then behind them is Chicago with four games, which is disappointing since I had picked them to make the playoffs, but is not looking good for them. It looks like it's probably going to be the Nationals and Milwaukee for the wild card. Or if Milwaukee can happen to sneak by St. Louis and take the Central from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milwaukee, uh, if Washington or Milwaukee wins three games, or basically Milwaukee, you, all eyes are going to be on Milwaukee right now. If Milwaukee wins three more games, the Cubs are done. They win two games, you can kiss the Mets goodbye as well. So, I mean, right now the Twins are scoreless in the first with uh, the Tigers. And the Brewers that we were just talking about are scoreless with the rent, uh, the Reds at the top of the first. So two big games for them tonight going on. So uh, if we remember, we'll kind of keep track of what's happening in those uh, those games and kind of keep keep the score score updates for you guys because it is playoff, you know, contention for these games. So they are. They are definitely important. So, yeah, and just to keep, and if there's any Orioles fans out there, our next loss is scheduled for seven oh seven p.m. Eastern <laughs> Standard Time against, against the Jays, against the Blue Jays. Yep, that's true. Um, yeah, not a good year, unfortunately for us for for Orioles fans again. Um, it's it's one of those things that's been those kind of that those kind of years here lately. But you gotta you got to grind out the bad years to hopefully have some good ones, you know, going forward. I still think they should have picked a pitcher in the draft instead of a catcher. Yeah. I but mean, I'm not the general manager. I don't make the calls. So, <laughs> Yep, that that is true. You are not. That's, that's why you're a co-host on a podcast with me and not a general manager of a baseball team, a you, major league baseball team. You wait. <laughs> Bide my time. I will. I will get it. I will be there. Um, so yeah, I mean that's what's going down in Major League Baseball right now. The time is winding down, and playoffs will be uh, beginning here shortly with uh, wild card matches. So that will that'll be fun to watch and predict once it's official who's in and you know who's out, and then we'll make our official you know picks for each game and how many games other than the wild card because the wild cards is single elimination but you know the other ones that are series will kind of predict how long and who and whatnot um all right so to start off with college football we will kind of recap some of the games over the weekend and then there's we discussed before the podcast that there's only one major game coming up this weekend uh to talk about but before we get into that game, let's talk about the big games that we mentioned um, last week. Um, the first one uh, that stands out to me is number 10 Utah losing to USC unranked. Ouch. They lost 30-23, to and USC's quarter, second quarterback went down, and they had the third-string quarterback go in, and he won the game for them. Basically, that just proves right there that USC has a deep quarterback has deep quarterback depth. If they can go through two quarterbacks, and the third one still wins the game for you, I know that's crazy. That just proves right there, hey, you're you're good. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, and then number 11, Michigan uh, loses 14 to 35 against number 13, Wisconsin. Have the new rankings come out yet? Yes, they have. For that? Okay. Because Wisconsin's going to go way up. Yeah, they went up to number eight. And I think they could have even gone higher. I mean, beating up on Michigan like that is was impressive to, in in the least. Yeah. Or was it like we were saying, where Michigan kind of, you know, after barely beating Navy, wasn't really ready for this kind of matchup? They weren't ready, and they dropped all the way to twentieth in the in the polls. That hurts. It really, really does. Um. Taking a look at some of the other movers and shakers. Yeah, Wisconsin moved up one. Uh, Cal moved up eight spots to 15th. So good for them. Cal's really on the move. They're undefeated. Uh, your biggest droppers, of course, was Utah and Michigan. And, of course, making return either returning or making their debuts for the week. USC at 21, Kansas State at 24, and Michigan State at 25. Well, and uh, um, who else was it that went up? It was someone I just looked at and I can't remember. Or was it going down? Mm. Notre Dame, yeah, went down. Yeah, Notre Dame went down and they've got a huge test. Because Notre Dame uh, lost to Georgia. What was the final score here? Where'd it go? It's somewhere. Second, I was looking. I was looking at the wrong thing. Um, yeah, twenty-three to seventeen. So Notre Dame made it interesting at the end. They almost made a comeback to win to win the game, but they they didn't have they didn't have it. So does it kind of still show that Notre Dame, if they went out, could still potentially? get into the playoffs just because they it was a close loss it wasn't a blowout you know it does they didn't drop far they didn't drop far but it'll depend on how everybody else does throughout the rest of the year because clemson i don't think will leave the number one spot alabama probably not leaving the number two spot georgia probably not leaving the number three spot and lsu that's going to be a toss-up between them and Ohio State and Oklahoma. It's going to be a three-way to try to... One of those will get the last spot, probably. One of those will get the last spot. Watch out for Auburn. They're on, they're, they moved up to number seven this week, so kind of keep an eye on them. So, I mean, that's the... Yeah, the, the games were... Kind of went how we predicted because we, we both picked Georgia mm-hmm. and then we both picked Wisconsin. Yeah, we both picked they were, Wisconsin on the upset. Yeah, you know, they were ranked uh, lower, but it's one of those things where we kind of knew how Michigan actually was. Now, moral Michigan, they're going to have Ohio State eventually, which I think they'll lose. Mm-hmm. And I think they have Penn State as well, which they could potentially lose, I think, as well. Do you think Harbaugh's job is, like, at risk with this season? That he could, you know, potentially go back either to the NFL or a different college team? He loses his He loses either one of those games. That'll put the... That'll basically put the proverbial nail in the coffin. 
for him. Michigan has not looked good at all this year. And he's had time to make them look mm-hmm. good. It's not like this is his first year coaching Michigan. You know, he's had time to recruit and time to get, you know, good players in. So, but, is, was he better? Would you consider him better as a as an NFL coach? Like, do you think he could go back to the NFL and, and do well? Why, so we can have more bad lip reading with him? <laughs> he was the funniest one out of them all. Uh, yeah, he was. He was pretty funny with that. But, but um, on a serious note, do you think he would be better in the NFL? Probably not. No? Maybe. That's a big maybe right there. I mean, what's some teams that he could go to? Potentially Miami. Washington. Ah, Washington. Yep, they could potentially go there too. That's true. Um, Washington would be a big one. Uh, I don't think the Jets because they kind of have. They just got their new head coach. I mean, Miami just got their new head coach too. But I mean, with the season that the season that they're kind of doing, you know, I can't really, <laughs> I can't really say that you know they would wouldn't be willing to, you know, give him up after a year of coaching. So, um, yeah, it'd probably either be Miami or, uh, or Washington would be the two top two biggest. Washington would be interesting. I think he could go and kind of be the quarterback whisperer for, uh, the, what's his face? Why, Why can't I think of his name right now? The backup to Keenum. Colt McCoy. No, that's, that's not Colt McCoy, the rookie. The rookie from oh, Ohio State. Oh, Dwayne Haskins. Yes. He the, man, be, the man who will probably start week five. Give is that Case, Miami? Give Casey Keenan one week. Uh, I think he would start against Miami, to be honest, because they don't want him to get killed. So it's just like sure the offensive do. line is terrible. No, they don't you're want a Josh Rosen on their hands where he's just getting pummeled. You're not going to learn. Josh Rosen obviously isn't learning. He's getting killed every uh, play. It would have if they're not going to start Dwayne Haskins this week, which is against the Giants. It'll definitely definitely be the thirteenth against the Dolphins because you don't want to put Dwayne Haskins in against the Patriots. Obviously, with that they defense. will kill him. They will slaughter him. Dwayne Haskins will be placed on injured reserve because Bill Belichick ran out onto the field and. Blew his breath on him. <laughs> Speared him. That too. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I could see him starting against against the the Dolphins for obvious reasons, and they Gruden has already said that he doesn't want to make a change. That he feels Keenum is needs time to learn the system and you know sync up with the the receivers and everything, but. I guess we were we were talking about college football, but uh, not too much to cover there. We could probably move on. The only thing we need to talk about is just that one game, I guess, because we didn't bring it up. Notre so, Dame and Virginia. So yeah, Notre Dame versus Virginia. Uh, Virginia four and zero, ranked eighteenth against two and one Notre Dame at ten, um, playing in at Notre Dame. So how how do you feel about that that matchup? Like who who has the edge? This is this is going to be a very big <laughs> game, so much big game. Um, yes, that does make sense. Um, but um, 
yeah, it, like I said, it is going to be a very big game. And you know what? I'm going to give... Um, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here. Virginia <laughs> yeah. with the upset. Ooh, Virginia with the upset. So you don't think uh, Notre Dame can make a comeback after getting it that close with Georgia? Um, I might have to go with you on this one. I mean, Notre Dame, you know, gave it, you know, Georgia all they could handle. But I think, you know, Virginia being ranked where they're at and how well they've been playing, I'll give it to Virginia as well. I'll, I'll give them the, the nod. So we'll see what happens in that game. We'll pay attention to that once once that game comes around. So moving moving on to NFL then, since we were talking a pretty good amount about that, um, we were talking about the Redskins and how they looked on Monday Night Football. So <laughs> the 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 – Coming from a Cowboys fan, the the Bears defense absolutely absolutely annihilated the Redskins, and they looked terrible. Case Keenum had himself just himself had five turnovers. He had two fumbles and three picks, I think. So one of them, one of the picks was returned for a touchdown. Trubisky, you know, had I think three touchdowns. But it's one of those things, and they were all to Gabriel. But he had great field position like the whole time, and all of his touchdown throws were like on the move. It wasn't any like pocket passing. He still kind of looked like he was struggling against a bad defense, you know, when it comes to that. Just because his, his the Bears' defense gave them great field position, so I mean, it's. It's one of those things where, you know, maybe this will help Trubisky get some rhythm, but he still kind of looked shaky, in my opinion, when it comes to a tough division that they're playing in this year because the Packers look great. They have Aaron Rodgers. The Vikings look great. Yes, they have um, cousins, but their run game is looking terrific with Cook. And... Um, then you have the Bears, and then um, what was the what's the other team? The Bears, Packers, Vikings, Lions looking good too with a big win over the Eagles. So that I think that's going to be a tough division to win in this year. So um, I, I mean, with the game, how how did you feel about it when it comes to the overall Monday night game with some of the points that I just pointed out? Like, do you agree with some of the things I was saying, or was there some to- stuff I that you t- noticed that I didn't notice? I totally agree with you. And as we were discussing, it might be just about time to start Haskins, but you don't want to do it against a division opponent, especially with the especially with the Giants coming off of their one point victory over Tampa Bay. I hate you, Matt. <laughs> I called it. I, I called upset. it. That was your upset pick too. And I said, I said, Jones would get his first W, and he did. And he he showed Apparently. up. He showed up. If the co- <laughs> Where's my volume? Get get your stuff together, David. What is this rookie hour? Amateur hour? What are we doing here? Silence, fool. Don't act like this. This this isn't your first rodeo, is it? Silence, fool. Oh my goodness. Anyways, <laughs> I gotta learn. I gotta shut off autoplay when this crap happens. Um, like I said, 
Giants coming off a very big, big win against Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay would have won if the coach, if Bruce Arians didn't call a timeout and took a delay a game. He said he did it on purpose to give the kicker more room. You know what? Bruce Arians is, a, is an idiot. <laughs> Obviously, he missed the field you goal. You <laughs> don't take a delay a game and back your kicker up. You kick the field goal. Close. Closer. I don't care. That's what I'm saying. You kick it closer. Yes. Like you, you don't make the guys jump off sides. Then get it even closer. Yeah, that's true. But win the game. But no, he, he, Bruce. That was Bruce Arians' fault. He blew it. And I mean, the kicker blew it too. That was it was a 34 yard field goal. That's easy. Well, here's the other thing too. He's already missed one field goal, and then he missed the extra point. Uh, He missed two extra. He had one extra point blocked, and then he missed another one. So guess what? That's two points they could have had, not counting the missed field goal. Tampa Bay could have won. Well, yeah, it was it was definitely definitely could have been easily Tampa's game, but um, but yeah, going back to the Redskins since we were focusing on that, with Jay Gruden saying that he's not planning on starting Haskins, you know, anytime soon. Could the could the owner of the Redskins fire Jay Gruden in the middle of the season? And have like the new interim coach start Haskins and be like, I want Haskins to start because the Giants did it to save fans and have the fans stay in the stands because fans were leaving like after the third quarter of their games. That's because Eli should have been gone last year. Well, either way, they 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 put in Jones to get the fans something to cheer about and for them to stay and watch. So, do you think the Redskins? At 0-3, the owner, do you think the owner fires Jay Gruden midseason to get keep fans in the stands? If he doesn't beat the Giants, then he is on fire. Not fired, but he is going to be on fire. Losing to the Patriots won't be that bad because you're expected Patriots. to lose to the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. But then comes Miami. Washington loses to Miami. <laughs> Jay Gruden will be fired during the game. Oh yeah, <laughs> halftime. If, if they're down at the, if they're down at the end of the third quarter, and Miami's <laughs> kicking the crap out of them, yeah, Gruden's going to be fired in the middle of the game. <laughs> I mean, I could see I can see Gruden being fired midseason. To be honest, just because the owner will want to keep the fans in the stands and he'll want tickets to be sold. He, I could see this happening very soon if he doesn't start Haskins. Well, it's not only just it's not only just that. Washington has looked very poor. They are the Miami Dolphins of the NFC. I mean, I hate to say it, Case Keenum, he's not a bad quarterback. He's not, no. But here's the problem. I don't think Adrian Peterson can be an every down back. Oh, Peterson's upset about that. Yeah, yeah. Jay Gruden, you dick. <laughs> Run AP. Washington probably could have beaten Dallas, and Dallas wouldn't have kicked the tar out of him in the second half if he didn't run AP. Yeah. AP ran in the like first quarter, and then he disappeared because all AP is is a north-south runner. Not really. I mean, yeah, AP does have a tendency to run north-south, but have you seen him bounce to the outside? He can kill you running east and west. Oh, yeah. 
especially catching passes from east or west or running east and west. He will lower his shoulder and then throw you a box of tissues when you're on the ground crying <laughs> after he runs you over. Yeah. AP is old as hell. He's been in the league for a very long time. But he proved last year he can still run. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, they were pointing it out during the game when they had him on the sideline when they were in the red zone. It was like first and goal, and they kept on trying to run it in. They weren't getting it in, and, and Adrian Peterson was on the sideline, and they were just like, they were like, man, look at Adrian Peterson. He's so mad that he's on the sideline right now, and it's just like, okay, yeah, I would be too. I don't know why you don't have him in there. He, you know, they don't need him on a pitch count. Like, just put put him in there. Like, you don't have anybody else that's doing anything. Exactly, and this is coming from a Cowboys fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. yeah, you got to be unbiased when it comes to these kind of things. When it comes to these kind of things. I have mad respect for AP. Yeah. Not for the crap he did while he was in Minnesota, you know, that got him suspended or whatnot. Yeah. But, you know, when he came back, he ran, he ran and he ran angry. Oh, yeah. He wanted it so bad. Mm-hmm. Run him. I don't care if he's a north-south runner. I don't care if he doesn't fit your offensive scheme. If he didn't fit your offensive scheme, why is he still on the team? Yeah, that's true. Hello, people. Yeah, I know. So that's why I was saying, Jay, Jay Gruden, you're on the hot seat, and I, I can see this happening sooner than later, that he's going to be gone. Um, so Unbelievable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so they'll they'll turn things around if the interim coach gets in because the owner will be like, I want AP to run. I want Haskins in there. They'll start, you know, changing things up. So, And another thing that, that was also a living nightmare for Washington was that they did nothing to contain Khalil Mack. Yeah, one, one play, they didn't even block him. That was pretty hilarious. Like, it's just like out of all the people you don't block, you don't not block Khalil Mack. <laughs> like... Like, you always put at least one or two people on him. You put the entire offensive line on him. Screw <laughs> everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> you can contain Khalil Mack. You can win ball games. Yeah. Because you take him out of the equation. But when you leave him open like that, quarterbacks tend to get hurt. That's true. I think he had two forced fumbles and two sacks in that game. Uh, looking at his stats. It was it was pretty, uh, pretty there, great. There, I don't see any. Forced fumbles on here, but of course, then again, ESPN don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, <laughs> but he did have three tackles, two sacks, and he had two forced fumbles because they showed that at the in the stats on the game during the game. Yeah, because so. Keem Hicks and Eddie Jackson both have a recovery, so yeah, he did pretty good. So that's besides the point. The fact of the matter is, he did his job, and Washington did nothing to hurt him. I know. So sad face. So we'll see with with the Bears. I think they're still kind of. They need to get that offense going uh, still. Like I said, I think most of their offensive points came from having really good field position. They didn't have any like long drives from from punts. All of their TDs, one TD was from a defensive uh, interception return. And then... Former Redskin, haha, Clinton Dix. Yeah, he had two picks. He had two picks in the game, so he did well. Um so, oh, so yeah, he, he was yeah. having fun. If he doesn't get NFC Player of the Year, I mean, not Player of the, player year, of the Week, but if he doesn't get NFC Player of the Week, then there's a problem. Of course, then again, no, because the other, the AFC one would probably be Clayus Campbell mm. from the Thursday night game because he had three sacks. 
Yeah. So, um, so yeah, what, what we'll do, uh, is, uh, we're coming up on time here in a little bit. Um, when we come back, we'll kind of give you a sneak preview of what we're going to do. So we're going to talk about some injury updates, uh, that have happened. Uh, we'll go over each player and what this means for their teams. And then also for, uh, fantasy, um, we'll go over, uh, the Sunday games since we just talked about the Monday game, what stood out to us, um, fancy, fancy football, who were sitting, who were, uh, playing, um, cause I have some questions about my team that we're going to go over. And then, uh, also we'll talk about maybe some, some on your team, if you have some questions for them and hey, then everybody, <laughs> and then, uh, we'll, uh, do our picks, uh, for the week, uh, finishing off everything like we always do with our picks, uh, which we enjoy doing. We'll get an update. I think, uh, I think I might've had a little bit of a comeback this this weekend so uh we'll we'll get into that and uh see uh see you know talk about some other stuff so shout out to jay and his podcast uh free hugs and high fives uh check it out on anchor spotify um apple Podcasts, you know any of those places it's uh we appreciate jay and uh all that he does for us and the shout outs he gives for us so uh check out his podcast again it's called free hugs and high fives um it's a good listen. Go check it out. And uh, when we come back, we'll go over the stuff that we were talking about. So we will see you guys in a flash. All right. We're back and better than ever. Ready to rumble in the jungle with our second part, second segment, whatever you want to call it, of this episode. And like we had informed you in the first part, we're going to start off with injury news because a couple injury updates have been updated today. And we'll start off with the division that we've been talking about most of this episode. Uh, the Cowboys and Redskins and Eagles and Giants. So that we'll start- would be the NFC East, Matt. It is the East, you are correct. So uh, we'll go with, uh, let's start off with the Giants. So Barkley is being diagnosed with a high ankle sprain. And he will miss four to eight weeks, but he is getting a second opinion, which is not good. So that means it could be something worse. So we will see when he gets his second opinion. Yeah, what, hopefully it's not too hateful. Yeah, I know. I would hate to see him miss a, a whole season because he, you know, he is something to watch. Like mm-hmm. he, he is a great back and fancy owners who have him would be sorely disappointed. I mean, they're going to be disappointed in missing him four to eight weeks, too. So uh, I would keep him. You know, you don't have to get rid of him. Still keep him on your bench for for fantasy uh, football when it comes to that. Um, so the Eagles, it uh, looks like uh, Jeffrey, Alshon Jeffrey, will be playing on the Thursday night game. All signs are pointing to him playing, but... Uh... Yesterday, today's practice was just a walkthrough. So, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, he's still, still all signs are pointing to him being back in the starting lineup. Yeah. And then um, the Deshaun Jackson will still be out uh, as well. So they, they still have a, a slew of injuries at the wide receiver and other positions for the Eagles. So they're mm-hmm. kind of struggling when it comes to that. Um, so. Uh, Eagles fans, uh, you know, 
you could have won the game against Detroit if the the one wide receiver didn't drop the ball at the end of the game when it was like fourth and fifteen, and then Wentz threw a bomb that was like forty yards, and the wide receiver hit him right in the hands and he dropped it. So, I mean, Eagles fans, your season could be a lot different, could be looking a lot different if you had some healthy wide receivers. But the Eagles could you know. very well be two and one, three and zero. Matching oh. up with Dallas right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So, um, so yeah, and then going on to some other players, Cam Newton, uh, who I think is hilarious because the coach was like, "Oh yeah, his foot is fine. His foot is fine." <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah, it's not. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then he misses. He misses this past weekend. Now they're saying he could be out four to eight weeks as well. He's getting. Uh, a second opinion where he might need season-ending surgery. A Liz Franck injury. That's not a good injury to have on your foot. Yeah, and so he could be missing the rest of the year. We were talking about this before the podcast, kind of talking about the points that we wanted to cover for this episode. So I think this could be potentially the last... If, it, if he has the season-ending surgery... I think this could be the last time we see him in a Panthers uniform. I I think they could easily get rid of him, trade him, you know, whatever whatever they do, because he he looked terrible when he came when he first started, and I don't know if it was because of the foot injury that he looked so terrible when he played his first two games, but his backup did amazing. <laughs> his backup killed it. So if his backup keeps on playing this well, this could be, you know, a Bledsoe-Brady situation. Pretty much. You know? And Kyle Allen looked really good Yeah, in his, in his uh, sec- only his second start uh, in his NFL career, but is still, you know, doing oh so good. Um, looking at Cam Newton's contract, they could cut him next year. If they wanted to, they'll only suffer two million dollars in dead cap, but get nineteen back in return. So hey, really saving, so really true savings of seventeen point one million dollars saved. So if the Panthers wanted to get rid of him or trade him, the penalties are both the same. Do what you must. But yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. If this is season-ending foot foot surgery for him, he could very well be out in Carolina. And that's crazy. He had that. He had that one good year, that MVP year, where they went to the Super Bowl. And then after that, it was kind of just like, what happened, you know, for him and his career. Everyone thought, okay, now he's peaking. He's going to take off. He's going to be, you know, one of the franchise quarterbacks. And he has. He's gotten injured. You know, he has. He, you know, hasn't been able to do anything in the pocket. But this is what happens when you're a running quarterback. We saw it with RG three great year you know his first year and led the skins to the playoffs everyone thought he was going to be franchise quarterback transcendent kept getting injured couldn't do nothing in the pocket cam newton the same thing like it doesn't work very often that way the only one i can really think of that was like amazing at both and was able to like stay healthy and have a good career was michael vick like he could throw from the pocket like, he had a laser arm. Like, it was ridiculous. It wasn't just a laser. It was a damn cannon. 
Yeah, yeah, it Most was. Most of your scramblers have strong arms, but the thing that helped Michael Vick out when in, during his younger career, he could run, and that's what he used. He used yeah. his legs. Yeah, very seldomly did he use his arm. Yeah, he had like a couple three thousand yard seasons with Atlanta, but after the dog fighting incident which we will not get into because I still want to punch him in the face for it. Yeah. He went to Philly. Mm-hmm. That's where you saw more of his arm than his legs. I mean, he still yeah. ran, yeah. but you saw more of his arms. You saw more of his arm, and Vic was very good, very strong-armed, and his accuracy got a little bit better because your runners usually aren't that accurate. Except for Dwayne Haskins over here. <laughs> so, but I mean, Haskins never ran. Like, he hasn't really run or done anything. So, I mean. We just don't, we don't know what he's going to do. It was like Daniel Jones last week. You don't know what's going to happen until he plays. Daniel Jones had a great game. Yeah. I mean, helped lead the Giants past Tampa Bay. I mean, granted not, yeah, it was pretty much the kicker's fault. But you got to credit the Giants. They stayed in the game. Yeah, he led them on a, a drive to go ahead for a touchdown. Exactly. It was like fourth and five, and he ran it into the end zone for a touchdown. You so, do what you must. Yeah. And see, that's, that's something Eli wouldn't have been able to do. No. Because no. it would have been turnover on downs because Eli would have never left the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Because He's, he tried to if Eli tries to run – you might as well get the tombstone out and plant it right where they bury him. <laughs> yeah, he's not not as quick. He's not as athletic as Jones is, obviously. So fifteen years is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, when it comes to these injuries, these are the top ones that we're talking about. Like I said, we'll see with Cam Newton further going forward. You know, if he if it is season ending surgery or not, if he needs it, but. Uh, we'll see about his future, but I don't. I don't think it's looking good. If well, I could with, say, like I said, with Kyle Allen and the way he played, yeah, exactly. The Panthers might be in good hands, and the Panthers might actually start turning it around a little bit. You know, and that's the same with like Minshew. You know, Minshew has been playing great. Oh, you know, the porn, for, uh, the porn star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the former porn star. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's uh he's um he's been playing great for them. So you know, yeah, he. He had a hell of a game last week. Yep, and he he led them to a victory as well. So maybe that should, maybe maybe Foles just needs to stay as a backup. You know, he seems to do great. <laughs> Poor guy. He seems to do great as a backup. Yeah, that's you know, true. You, you don't play for half the season. Carson Wentz goes down. Boom. Nick Foles goes in. Boom. We're in the Super Bowl. <laughs> boom. We beat the Patriots. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. And then, and then you know, then you've got him being as a starter. Nope. I get hurt. And then uh, notable backups, since we're talking about backups, we might as well just go through all the games where that was happening. So um, the Saints, as I called it, beat the Seahawks as well uh, with their backup with uh, Bridgewater. So they won 33 to 27. Um, uh, I think that was surprising for, you know, some people as well. The Steelers backup, uh, uh, Mason... Uh, gets a an L. Uh, he they lose to the 49ers twenty to twenty four, but he didn't. I don't think he played too awfully bad. I think it was uh, one of those things where it was more 
the the defense's fault, you know, for not holding up their end of the bargain, stopping the Niners, you know, on their last minute drive. So and uh, that when it comes when it comes to that, the Panthers, like we said, their backup did amazing, but but he did amazing. But there's a but there. They were playing the Cardinals, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, we can't say too much until you know he plays a little bit, you know, better teams. So, um, but they won thirty-eight to twenty. Um, so yeah, uh, the, I mean, when it comes to backup quarterbacks, the, those were those games. The Jaguars won twenty to seven on the Thursday night game that we were calling, like we said for Minshew. Um, we all picked Tennessee, though. That was the sad I, part. Tennessee is kind of disappointing this year so far. Like, they started off so hot against the Browns, and then now, you know, losing we're, two straight is just like, you know, they're not looking so great anymore. We're 0 for 3 on Thursday night. I, I know. It's terrible. Hopefully this week we'll get it right. Hopefully. Um. Okay, so a game that I want to talk about, obviously, uh, Rams-Browns. The Rams end up winning twenty to thirteen for the, like their first Sunday night football win in ages. Yeah, they broke the curse finally. We haven't been able to win on Sunday but night that in like was forever. A snoozer, though, that was not really a well played game at all. Well, unfortunately, Goff did not have a good game. He had a couple chances to put the game away, and he throws a pick that potentially could have cost us, you know, the game. But our defense, I think, it shows that our defense is here. And our defense is something to be messed with. I mean, uh, going oh, up. Oh, yeah, we'll mess with that defense, all right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to agree. The defense has showed up these three games. And clutch was what it was. Yeah. that's the. I think that's the word you're looking for is clutch. Yeah, they definitely came up clutch. And then the other person that came up clutch is also my boy, Cooper Cup. <laughs> like, he is back, man. Like, from injury, Y'all I think he could him. win comeback player of the year if he keeps this up. Y'all needed him. Oh, yeah, we missed him last year. Like, we could have used him in the Super Bowl. Like, that would have – I think that played a big part of not having, not having him. You know, he had um, he had two touchdowns, but I think he, he had over 100 yards. I can't remember on how many catches, but he had over 100 yards receiving, and he had two touchdowns. So – let me take a look here. I'll officially bring it up. Um, 11 catches, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. And then Brandon Cooks had eight catches for 112 yards. He didn't have any touchdowns, but, I mean, he was putting in the work, too, on, on them. Basically, so. basically, this is the way that it was. Cooper Cup was Amari Cooper, and Brandon Cooks was the Michael Gallup. <laughs> yeah. Gallup – before he went down for Dallas, before he went down for injury. Mm-hmm. Um, that's holding. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, when Cooper, when uh, Gallup went down, he was catching passes for multiple yards, not scoring any touchdowns. It was all Cooper and whoever else was in there. Yeah. Like Gallup was a setup guy, Cooper's a finisher. For y'all, Cup, pretty much the setup guy and the finisher, but your main setup guy Coop, right now. Coop is everywhere, though. Yeah. Like, he really is. He's the slot. He's on the line. He's off the line. 
great you blocker. Could probably, you like, could probably line him up on the offensive line, and he'd probably run over some defensive linemen. I don't know. I mean, he he can block too. So I mean, I think yeah, I think he's gonna he's the security blanket for Goff. Obviously, you know he's his go to, and I you know I I have high hopes for for us this year with having him back for sure. Um, it wasn't a pretty game, but our defense grinded it out. Aaron Donald got his first sack that everyone was complaining about. When he broke the record last year, he had zero sacks in the first three games. So, I mean, he's already ahead of what he did last year by getting one. Everyone was just like, oh, my gosh, he hasn't had a sack yet. He's not doing well this y'all year. Don't, y'all don't fight him because guess what? <laughs> he going to get angry. <laughs> So, I mean, I think it's dumb that people are complaining that he hasn't had a sack yet when, I mean, the first three games last year he didn't have one, and he got 20 and a half after that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he's he's been wrecking the backfield every game so far. So, I, you know, even with tackles for loss and everything. So, I, I don't want to hear it. He's he's doing fine. He's like, there. Yeah, he's, he's still keeping our defense stout. Clay Matthews got a sack, which I think was awesome because they honored his – father get one did he get two? two oh yeah two there you go and he they honored his father during halftime as a brown which i thought was hilarious well it's because clay matthews senior as yeah he, he's pretty much known as yeah played for cleveland that, yeah hence him getting honored at halftime yeah. he, the, he, he in was, the ring of was, honor he was a long time cleveland brown if not in his entire career the matthews are a family football family Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you had big Bruce Matthews. Yep. The longtime Houston Oiler, Tennessee Titan. He played a long time. Mm-hmm. He was a, that's why he should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, and then you got Jake Matthews, who is like Clay's brother, cousin, whoever. He, he's <laughs> like an unknown offensive lineman for the Eagles, I think, or something. I don't know. But deep, but deep in there. But y'all got really got to start turning that around. What? That kind of game like that, y'all can't have those. <laughs> I'm sorry. When it comes to offense, yes, yes. When it defense, comes to us, we were we were good, but yeah. but yeah, offense, we we do have to take care of the ball more. Golf, like I said, had two picks and a fumble. We got to take care of the ball better. And Jared Golf even said after the game that you know there was a lot on him that he needs to fix, and he does. So well, and the and the other thing is too is. Uh, I just looked at the, I just looked at the team stats. Y'all are third in, on defense. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, is. they say defense wins championships, but guess what? The defense can't carry the entire team unless you're the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you're the Bears. Khalil. It's it's basically the Khalil. It's basically the the team is going to be renamed the Khalil Mac Bears. But um, Khalil Mac Show. But that's you know. Got to play a little bit better, which I'm sure y'all will. I mean, we got the Bucks next. I mean, you know, come on. I mean, I think that will be a nice pick-me-up. You I'm, know, I'm going to take Tampa Bay on the upset. <laughs> I'm kidding. I had just, to, it, just no, <laughs> no. Uh, Tampa, Tampa doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> um. All right. Well, with the with some time that we have left before we uh, go. Uh, we will talk about fancy football now. Get into some starting them, sitting them roles. You know, when it comes to that, um, one one thing that I have going on with my team that I'm hoping 
is that I am going to get Daniel Jones. I'm trying to pick him up. And so if that goes through and I get him, I would say start him, right? I mean, they're playing against the Redskins. It would it would be it would be either him or Trubisky against the Vikings. And it's just like Trubisky against a good defense doesn't seem like a good idea because the Vikings defense is still pretty stout. So I would think start Jan- Daniel Jones and sit Trubisky, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I, I, after watching Daniel Jones, I'm convinced. Yeah, so that, that would be a good idea. I think still sit Jeffrey. I have Alshon Jeffrey, but I think against that Packers defense who has been doing great this year, very surprised by it. They kind of came out of nowhere for me. Um, I, I think you know, to, to sit Jeffrey, you know, don't, don't have him play. Um, now for my fantasy football team that I have, uh, for the sports harder page, um, I'm trying to, uh, pick up, uh, John Johnson, the third, uh, from the Rams. Cause he's been averaging. He had like 11 points his first week nine points his second week and then 10 points uh, for, against the Browns because he had a pick at the end. But do you think it would be better to start him against Tampa because it is Tampa or Van Der Esch against New Orleans? I would definitely put uh, uh, who's your other guy? John Johnson, the third. The safety for the Rams. Yeah, I know who he is. Okay. You were pondering there, so I <laughs> just no. wanted to make sure you knew who he was. <laughs> of course, this is if I get him. I'm trying to get him off of waivers, so we'll see if I even get him. But if I do get him... To be perfectly honest, and this is not just because I'm a Cowboys fan, I would start Van Der Esch because he's going to have his hands full with Alvin Kamara next week, mm-hmm. which gives him plenty of opportunities for tackles. So I would definitely go with him. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking about about John Johnson maybe just because it is Tampa and he could probably get some picks in there probably or just at least use, a lot just of use your best judgment. I mean, he could probably get a John Johnson could probably get you a few more points, but I'm just going with a safer bet here with uh, Vander Esch. Like I said, he's going to have his hands full with Alvin Kamara. Yeah, and also covering you know, the tight ends and stuff like that, you know, trying to keep them at bay. Yeah. So, uh, all right, another one. So Vikings defense against Chicago, like we were talking about, uh-uh. or the Seahawks defense against the Cardinals. Huh. Huh. That's an obvious choice. Okay. We're, we're helping our listeners here. So Seattle against Arizona. Against Arizona. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Because because you said Minnesota against Chicago's defense or no offense. Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota's defense. I mean, Minnesota's defense is good. They could probably put up some good points, but Chicago's hot right now. So we'll see. That was against a crappy offense. uh, So it don't matter. You take it in with you. Yeah. So the momentum. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. And then um, what about what about some for you for for years that that you have thinking about? 
Mm. I'm leaving my team alone. Everybody's hurt. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? Okay, well, fine. Okay, well, I'll go. I'll go with some more then, since you don't have any. You know, I really don't because I have everybody set. I mean, I'm gonna start Kyler. Piss off. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna start my guys. You know, as I've got them, I'm gonna start Kyler Murray against the Seahawks defense. Yeah. After you just said to put the Seahawks defense in. Yep. Because I don't trust. I don't trust Baker Mayfield going up against Baltimore's defense. Yeah, I mean that's Wolf. true. That's true as well. Yeah. I both, mean, yeah, Baltimore. I mean, yeah, Baltimore kind of had a bad day against Kansas City, but guess what? Baltimore's defense is still pretty damn good, especially even though they're missing C.J. Mosley mm-hmm. and Terrell Suggs and Ed Reed and all kinds of players. Eric Weddle, for instance, since he went to Los Angeles. Yeah. But they do have Earl Thomas. So Baltimore's defense still kind of the same, but should be fine. But I don't try I, I would think Kyler Murray would have a better chance against Seattle than he would than Baker Mayfield. Than Baker yeah. Mayfield would against Yeah. I mean we saw what he did against the Rams defense. Daily Crap. Yeah. So I mean, and then I've got I've got Elliott starting, which no touchdowns, but Elliott's been getting over a hundred yards every game, except for week one. He's doing fine. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore, sob finally got me some damn points. <laughs> Granted, it was just one catch, but it was a fifty-two yarder for a touchdown. I will take eleven points. Hey, yeah, there you go. Uh, Josh Gordon. Now that Antonio Brown's gone, Josh Gordon Hopefully should be we'll getting get some, some better more looks. looks. Yeah. Uh, Derek Henry, he's one of my flex guys. He's definitely staying in. Gets a touchdown again, just about a touchdown a game. Yeah. Gets yards receiving and catching. Great. Zach Ertz. Uh, should I start him against Green Bay or Ugh. Andrews against Cleveland? You know what? I might do Mark Andrews. I picked him up off the waiver wire last week. Who's he played for? Baltimore. He's the starter for Baltimore. Who's he? Tight end? Yeah. Oh, he's been doing real good. Yeah, I mean, I would a, say to I switch mean, them out. A, I mean, he had a slow game last week. Yeah, he didn't do so hot. He had three catches for fifteen yards, so that was only at just a point. But he's been doing good, though. I would probably switch him. Yeah, and he's uh, he's had a little bit of a foot thing, but he should be he should be fine. But yeah, I'll I'll move him up. Uh, and then, of course, Demarcus Lawrence not getting rid of him. He hasn't gotten. He's got a half a sack so far this year. I don't care. <laughs> he knows how to get points. La di da. Yeah. And then I have no choice but to start the Saints defense against Dallas. I'm screwed because they're probably the running games. Their pass defense sucks. Mm-hmm. Prescott's gonna tee off on them, and Cooper's gonna laugh at him. <laughs> So, unfortunately, I can't start no other defense because the Jets' defense is on a bye this week. And they need to be on a bye this week. (laughs) Poor guys. Uh (laughs) And then Um, Brett Maher because it kickers. Kickers, yep. (laughs) Well, there you go. Um, I mean, He got me me some points, too. So, so, all right. Well, a couple other ones we'll we'll say then. So, how about um, uh, Demarcus Robinson... 
from the Chiefs or receiver, Phil- right? Yes, receiver going up against Detroit or Philip Lindsay going up against Jacksonville. I wouldn't test Jacksonville's patience right now. They're kind of on a roll with mm-hmm. Minshew. They're kind of feeling it. And that, that's giving the defense plenty of fire. Yeah. Keep Demarcus Robinson. There you go. All right. Because he's been, Robinson's been getting his catches because Hill's been out. Yep. So He's going to yeah. get plenty of looks. So I say yes. All righty. Fair enough. Um, all right. And then the last one would be, okay. So again, I'm trying to pick up Daniel Jones. I don't know if I'll get him off of the waiver wire. Depends on where you're at. Yeah, exactly. Waiver wise. But if I do get him, should I, again, cause this is a different fantasy league. Should I start him over Carson Wentz against the Packers? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, the Packers defense start, have been doing good. Start Daniel Jones. Who who are they playing Washington again? Washington, yeah. Yeah, start Daniel Jones against Washington. Okay. Um. Alrighty. So yeah, and then uh, some other picks that I picked up that might be interesting for some of you out there, maybe who haven't picked these people up because I was able to pick them up on waiver wire. Um, Philip Dorsett of the Patriots was on waivers, and I picked him up on my uh, third fantasy league that i'm in um he's been doing good for for tom brady especially with again like you said antonio brown finally being out of the picture um dorsett's been putting up some good numbers and uh they're gonna be going up against buffalo so i mean i think brady will use him and will be successful so uh People out there, fantasy owners, if he's available on your waiver wires, I would say pick him up. I think he, he's going to do good this week. Philip Dorsett, now forward. who are you picking him for, your brother-in-law's team or our team or our league? No, my, my third league that I'm in, my last-minute league. Because say how many damn leagues you got? Three. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I mean, I might try to pick him up in one of my, my other ones that I'm in, too, just because I think he's going to do well, so... Even going forward, I mean, he's been doing good this year. He's been, uh, on average here, fantasy points-wise, he's put up 18. Uh, against Miami, he only put up three, but then he put up 12 against the, the Jets. So, I mean, Buffalo, I think he'll put up some some good numbers again. So, I, I have a good feeling about, about him. So, that's why I'm just suggesting, suggesting that for, for uh, fans out there. Uh, Mike Williams might be a good start as well for the Chargers because they're going up against Miami. Possible. So he might be someone good to to put in, I think, this week. Um, so I, w- I would say start start him if you if you have him. Oh, be careful because Keenan Allen is playing good too. So yeah. All right, so uh, that is uh, all we have time for in this segment. Uh, When we come back, as always, with our third segment, we will end things with our picks, which I always enjoy the most. It's the most fun part about doing the podcast. It's the most wonderful (laughs) time of the cast. (laughs) Love it. Good. I like that. Um, We have some type of like thing that we can push and it'll like say that like every yeah, time it so we, like, we comes to, up. We need to think of something like that. <laughs> um, all right. So we will be back in a flash with uh, doing our picks for the week. All right. We're back and better than ever ready to rumble in the jungle. 
with our final and last segment. I know you all are sad that this is the final part. It's the final part. Dun, 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 Everyone's qu- you know crying and weeping, you know, because they're just like, I want more sports harder. Well, you're gonna have to wait until wow. next week. Yep. <laughs> so uh, this is the part that we always enjoy uh, the most, which is our NFL picks for the week. Let's get an update on that scoreboard for our picks, there, David. All right. Well, uh, turnabout's fair play, I guess. Uh, you finished thirteen and three with Woo-hoo-hoo. a plus two modifier for nailing your lock and your upset, and I finished a respectable eleven and five. Managed to nail my upset pick. There you go. At least I think I did. No, I think it was your lock. You yeah, it was right. my lock that I hit. Was the upset that I didn't get? Which one was your upset that you got wrong? Uh, let me check that. Da, 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 I can't da, remember. Calculating, calculating. Yeah, it was the, my upset was. Because uh, uh, we both chose Atlanta over Indy, and Indy wound up beating them. But that was also a close game too. So. Yeah, that was Atlanta started pushing back, Indy, and I was like, Uh-oh. "Indy is like surprising me this year too." So that's that was surprising. All right, so we'll start with our uh, wonderful Thursday night game that we've been doing so well <laughs> with picking. Yeah, um, good old zero and three. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we got the one and two Eagles versus the three and zero Packers. Now we will post. The, the game, because I like posting on Facebook the poll for who's going to win Thursday night. So we'll still post it. We'll still have that up. I'll have that up by tonight. Um, who's going to win, but we just won't be able to you know talk about that or you know shout that out like we like we normally do. Um, so we'll give out the results before we start making our picks. How's that sound? What for the poll results? For the last the last Thursday game. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that sounds good. Um so yeah, for me, uh starting off, I am gonna go with the Packers. They're playing at Lambeau, which I mean is always a hard game playing there in that stadium. Their fans show up. Um Yeah, you know, the Packers defense is surprising the hell out of me. The Eagles Again, they've had just some tough breaks, but they just don't have the manpower because they have too many injuries. So I'm going with Green Bay. No, I'm going to go Green Bay as well. It's Green Bay is starting to roll. Injuries are starting to pile up for Philly. Philly wins this one. Not only will we will we be zero and four on Thursday night, um, but we will also pretty much know that maybe the Eagles have found a way to get around the injuries. But until I see it... And they could have a chance in your guys' division, too. Yeah. It would be two and two. Yeah, but until then, no. There you go. So uh, so the first uh, game that we have on the docket for Sunday is the 1-2 and two Titans versus the 1-2 and two Falcons. Just two oof games, man. Two... Two, two teams that are just like, eh, what's going on this year? Snoozer. Um, yeah. I, I'm i I'm going to go with the home team. I'll go with the Falcons. No particular reason other than they're just the home team. Because, I mean, you know, both of them aren't really performing that well. So, 
Uh, yeah, I'm going with the spread on this one. Falcons favored by four. So okay, yeah, I'm going with Falcons. Fair enough. Um, all right. Next game is the two undefeateds, the three and O Patriots versus the three and O Bills. Tie. It's gonna be a tie. <laughs> He's calling it. Mic drop. Tie game. <laughs> um. No, oh to be gosh. perfectly honest, we're, we're not allowed to choose ties just for the sole fact that they're unexpected. Yeah. So that would be nutty if that happened. Uh, I hate to say it, it's going to have to be New England. And there's going to be no doubt in my mind. New England is just the stronger of the 3 and 0 teams. Yeah. Buffalo true. suffers its first loss. Yeah, I, I got to go with the Pats on this one, too, um, until they. Kind of play a more Buffalo's got to play a little team. bit more with more consistency. Yeah, they've been barely pulling out their wins for sure. Yeah, so, but if Buffalo does win, means the Patriots are in trouble. That does true. Um, I'm kind of trying to look down the the docket here and see who I could choose as like an upset because I mean I kind of know where I'm going to go with my, my locks. So. I pretty much know where my upset's going to lie and who I'm putting down as a lock. So, um, All right, next game we got the 3-0 and Chiefs against the 2-0 and and 1 Lions. Um, I still think the Chiefs are the better team. They're, they, they can outscore anybody, you know. The, even with not having Hill in, so I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going to ride that wave all the way up until they get like a, probably until they play the Patriots, maybe. Or know? something like that, but yeah, put me down for Casey as well. Oh yeah, that's right, I'm doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, even though you're doing it, you can st- still say put me down for that. So, yeah, I mean, so put me down for the Chiefs. The Chiefs, there we go. The Chefs. The Chiefs. <laughs> um... All right, then we got the one and two Raiders versus the two and one Colts. Um, should be, I would think, a pretty good game. Um, I just don't think the Raiders have any star power when it comes to like wide receivers, you know, or running backs. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's been doing good for the Colts. Um, Possibly hurt, so keep an eye on that. Oh, there you go. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the the Colts at home for this one. <laughs> I got a mouthful of Eminem, so I'm trying not to talk. <laughs> yeah, stop doing that. You're on a podcast. You don't need to be eating in the middle I'm of hungry. it. I'm hungry. Okay. <laughs> I'm hungry. Killing me. So you're going with the Colts as well. Yeah, put me down for okay. Indy. Put me down for Indy. All right. If if Ty Hilton plays, then Indy's really got it. If he doesn't play, Marlon Mack is running his butt off yeah and Brissett and Brissett has his has his has his target his name is Eric Ebron the tight end he's yeah. got somebody he can rely on he's good yeah true Give me Andy um we got the next game one and two Chargers versus the zero and three Dolphins I'm gonna go with the Chargers <laughs> I don't think there's gonna be any games I pick the Dolphins maybe one game you know, there might be one game where I pick them going forward, but as of right now, I am no going, faith in them whatsoever. I am going with the Chargers, and they are going to be my lock for the week. Oh, going with 
I think every game against the Dolphins, you've had it as your lock. You've picked the other team. No? No, okay. the first two weeks I picked the 49ers because it was against the spread. That was the, my upsets. Now Those my, were your upsets, yeah. My locks? Uno momento, I can look that up real quick. I mean, it's okay. I was just saying it feels like that. You know, it's always been the the whoever's playing against the, the Dolphins. Uh, my lock last week was against the Dolphins. Uh, let's see here. My last lock was also your lock. It was the New England-Miami game. And no, wait a minute. My other lock. Where's my lock at? I'm hitting life right now. <laughs> Aw, sad face. My lock, no. I chose, uh, my lock was the Rams against Carolina in week one. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So it was the Chargers in Miami. Yeah, that's my lock for the week. Alrighty. Alright, and then we got the 0-3 Redskins versus the 1-2 Giants. Um, Again, I think, I think, you know, the rookie gets another dub under his belt. Helps the Giants get to two and two with a awful, you know, Redskins defense. So yeah, put me down for the Giants. Alrighty. Um, then we got the one and two Browns versus the two and one Ravens. Uh, both teams coming off a, an L. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Ravens because they're playing at home. Ravens defense. I think if the Ravens go back to what they're good at, which is just you know the ground and pound then they'll be fine. They started making a comeback against the Chiefs once they went back to that. They kind of tried to copy the Chiefs at the beginning and be like, hey, look, we can throw the ball like Patrick Mahomes does. And it was just like, no, like we, no. Like stick to what you're good at, Ravens, ground and pound. So going with the Ravens. Yeah. Baltimore, Cleveland doesn't stand a chance. They had so much hype going into the season. They're dying Yeah. very quickly. Yeah. I think the the hype kind of got their heads a little too big, you know, for their britches. Big old head. Yep. Um, so the one and two Panthers versus the two and one Texans. Um, I'm going with the Texans on this one. I still like how they're playing. Deshaun Watson is a great quarterback. Um, you know, their defense, uh, you know, has been playing pretty well. So I'm going to go with the Texans, especially playing at home. You know what? Screw it. Let's break up the monotony a little bit. Give me Carolina. <laughs> there we go. Get get some differences in there. All right, I like I, it. I, I'm gonna put the trust in the Kyle and the Kyle Allen. Let's see if that actually works for him. Let's see if the rookie can come through for you. Especially playing on the road. So we'll see. We'll see with that. Um. Uh, do, 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 do. Next game is the one and two Buccaneers versus the three and O Rams. I'm going with the Rams as a lock. <laughs> I, I think this one's a Rams playing at home, which is also helpful for golf. I think golf always plays better at home. So yeah, give me golf. I'm going to the Rams. Uh, yeah, Rams. <laughs> so. Did I have the Rams as a as a lock before? Or is this? I think this is the first time I've picked them as a lock. So I don't think I've had them as a lock yet. Uh, let's see here. Your last lock was New England from last week. We both had New England the week before. 
your lock, first lock was actually Philly over Washington. Oh, so yeah, there you go. So yeah, this is the lock. So this is yeah, this is the first time I'm picking the the Rams as a lock. So there you go. Um, all right. And then the next game, the two and one Seahawks versus the O two and one Cardinals. What? Next. <laughs> what do you mean next? What? What you got? You got Seahawks or? Yeah, that's why yeah. I said next. Uh, I don't know. I might. Um, mm, don't you that. do it? <laughs> that would be the worst upset pick you would have ever made this year. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. <laughs> hey, I got the Saints one right. I mean, you know, the Saints have a team. <laughs> Do it just out of spite as much as you're making a big deal about this. I dare you. I double dog day. <laughs> put, put the Cardinals as my upset over the Seahawks. Let's do it. I'll do it. I'm man enough. If you I'll earn, do it. If you earn this upset, I'm going to be so pissed. I might <laughs> skip the next podcast. <laughs> I mean, it. you just might do it alone next week. Uh, well, hey, I mean, you know, I when I when I've uh, gotten certain things right before you've still come, you know, when it came to Kyle Murray getting picked number one overall, I got that right and you still came. So that was okay. And then uh, the Odell Beckham thing I got right. And, you know, so, he's... <laughs> so uh, third we'll... time's a charger, third time's a charm. You're losing this one. Uh, okay. All right. We'll, we'll see. I should get more than two points if I get this right. No, points are still the same. You're an extra point for locks and upsets. Stay within the rules, Matthew. (laughs) All right. Gosh, poo-pooing all over my fun. Um, All right, so then we got the uh, 2-1 Vikings against the 2-1 Bears, which uh, could be an interesting matchup because Case Keenum, how well can he do against the Bears? But then also Cook has been running. You mean Cousins. Sorry, Cousins. Yeah. I, I, I'm, he did Keenum play used for, he, to be. Yeah, he did play for Minnesota. <laughs> um, sorry. Yes, you did correct me. So, yeah, Cousins. We'll see how he does against uh, the Bears. And then um, also Cook running so well, if he can run against the on the Bears defense or not as well. This, this is going to come down to whether Cook can run against the Bears. But I'm going to go with Khalil Mack and the Bears. Going with the Bears. Um, gosh, I mean, I'll have to go against the Bears. With I'll have to go with the Bears. I mean, as well because once Cousins can prove that he can pass against a good defense, then you know I'll have more faith in them. But like the teams that he has beaten, he hasn't been able to do dilly squat against any good defense. So, um. All right, so then we have the one and two Jags versus the zero and three Broncos. Surprisingly, Broncos at zero and three—that's kind of shocking to me. Now, did I think they were going to go three and zero? No, but I thought they would have had a couple wins by now. According to the spread, the Broncos are favored by three. Really, they're favored. Well, I'm going against the spread as my upset: <laughs> Jags over Broncos. <laughs> He's riding the the Minshew train, so we'll, we'll see how he's uh he's able to do with that. Um, I'll go with the Jags as well. Obviously, you know it can't count as an upset for me because I've already done mine, but I'll definitely go with the Jags. I like Minshew and how he's been playing. 
like you said, the Jags defense kind of has new life because of that. So they're playing on the road, which will be, which will be rough. Mile high. Mile yeah. high. Yeah. But um, Dak Prescott is excited about spicy milk. What? <laughs> I don't know. I guess they something he's talking about in the oh, offensive spicy line. Oh, spicy back of my head. Stop on the way home. The hell, oh, God. Dude, don't say that. No. Oh, jeez. Well, it's not. They were in commercial break. It looks like. But I don't. I don't. I don't care. I don't have no faith in Dak Prescott anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy Nuggets are back. McDonald's is like promoting him to say that. <laughs> better, be pay, money better be to paying say him money. Huddle. Better be paying him money because obviously Dallas isn't right now. <laughs> anyway, next game, please. Um. All right. So the next one, talking about your boys, the three and Cowboys against the two and one Saints. Playing in New Orleans, which is a tough place to play in. Dallas is actually favored by three in this game. Minnesota, uh, New Orleans does not have a very good pass defense, like I have mentioned before. Prescott is going to tee off on them if he can exploit it. But his offensive line needs to keep him upright. Give me the boys. Alrighty. Sorry, man. I gotta go. I gotta go with the Saints playing at home with this one. I think this will be the the first time that the Cowboys are kind of tested um, with you fool. having those kind of players like Michael Thomas and Kamara and them. <laughs> hey, I can't always pick your boys. You know, sometimes I gotta go against them. So I will laugh if they win. I will laugh if they spank them. <laughs> Hey, it's always a possibility any given Sunday. So true. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry, gotta go with the Saints on this one. Plus, we gotta have a little bit of diversity. I think there's only been maybe a couple that we've picked different. So yeah, I know this is not gonna give me any separation. <laughs> so I'll give the up to date standings when we finish our picks because I forgot to do that. Oh, okay. There you go. So the last game is the Monday night game, uh, which is two. Uh, Winless teams, the 0-3 Bengals versus the 0-3 Steelers. You know what? Just for shits and giggles, give you the Steelers. <laughs> Why? Are they not favored? Oh, no. Pittsburgh's favored by four and a half. Oh, okay. But I just said for shits and giggles because I really don't care about the outcome of this game. They both suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you, still got, you guys still got to go with who you think is going to win. They're so. going to tie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oath. Oh, three and one. <laughs> um, Still winless. Not like our caps. Our caps are three and oh, even though it's crazy. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with the Steelers as well on this one, just because they're playing at home. Um, you know, like you said, both teams are pretty pretty awful, but uh, Steelers playing at home is always a good advantage, and uh, hopefully. Plus, Mason, Mason, Ru- Mason you know. Rudolph had his first game. Yeah. You know, his first career NFL start. The jitters are gone. I'm, you know, say, I'll say he'll have a better week this week. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you know, gets he's got some more experience under his belt after his first game. So, um, you know, Bengals haven't looked terrible in their games. They Maybe one of them they looked bad, but, like, the other ones, they were actually close to winning, surprisingly. So, 
you know, the new coach from the Rams hasn't been doing too bad, you know, for, for them so far. Um, all right, so those those are our picks for the week. We got that all wrapped up, so you were wanting to go over the overall kind of picking scores. Yeah, I'll go over the overall uh, pickums, and I guess uh, I could also uh, do the top player in each uh, important category. Uh, as of the final standings right now, points-wise, I am still a point above you. Oh, man, that's close. But overall, record-wise, we are both 31-16-1. So we're back to week one. We're tied up again. Oh, gosh, wow. I mean, six isn't too bad. Like, you know, getting six wrong isn't too bad. Well, no, 31, we're 31-16-1. Over three weeks. Oh, I thought you said six. Oh, okay. 16. Yeah, 31, okay. 16, and one. That's still not too bad. We're averaging over 10, 10 correct picks a game oh, okay. a week. So that is actually really good for us. There so, you go. Awesome. And then really, really quick, the six top players so far. Patrick Mahomes is your leading passer. He's got almost 1,200 yards. Uh, Dalvin Cook. We'll go over 400 yards easily this week as he's at 375. Uh, Keenan Allen has 404 yards. We were mentioning him earlier, uh, Keenan Allen. Uh, Sammy Watkins also has 311, so watch out for him. Uh, Luke Keekley leads in tackles. Get this, Shaquille Barrett. Eight sacks in three weeks. Oh, damn. That's nasty. <laughs> you figure if he does that again in three weeks, Strahan's record could fall. Gosh, who's he play for? Uh, Tampa Bay, oh, believe gosh. it or not. Oh, wow. So he's going to be feasting a little bit. And uh, Devin McCourty, all alone in first place with three interceptions in over three weeks. It's not bad. Still got a long way to go to break the record. No one's going to touch 14 interceptions in a season. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Ridonkulous. Yeah. <laughs> um, Donker. Donker. Um, all right, so... Just to update on the the baseball scores, uh, the big games. So, uh, to end the show, bottom of the fifth, the Tigers are up one to zero on the Twins. Uh-oh. The Brewers are ahead three to two against the Reds Uh-oh. in the fifth. Uh, Philly in their doubleheader against the Nationals uh, are the Phillies up three to one on the Nationals in the bottom of the third. So even though the Phillies are out of it, they could screw the Nationals over by beating them in this second game. So Pretty much. The Nationals time, because if Milwaukee wins and Nats lose, Milwaukee's got the upper hand. Yep, so they, they, need to win, they need to win this game for sure. And for anybody who cares, top of the fourth, Baltimore's up 4-1, to one, believe it or not. <laughs> yep, yep. And the the Cubs are up 1-0 to zero on the Pirates. Um, I don't think any of these other games, no, none of these other games matter. So, so yeah, so that's, that's the update on, you know, what's going on right now for baseball. Um, two, two minute drill to wrap things up for the podcast. Um, we always like to to end it on, on that note. So, um, Shout out to everyone for, you know, listening. Uh, our listens went up by a couple of viewers. We had 12 
listens this past week, so we got a little bit more than normal, which is cool. Uh, keep sharing it with your family and friends. Uh, we're going to keep handing out cards to people to give to their family and friends to be so that way they can know how to get a hold of us and listen to the podcast. Uh, so Facebook uh, is always Sports Harder Podcast. Uh, Twitter, Sports Harder P, capital S, capital P. Uh, on Instagram, it's sports underscore harder underscore podcast. Um, you can always find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Pack Podcasts, all the major places. Um, we always uh, appreciate the love and support from everyone when it comes to that. So, like we said, keep keep sharing it, keep letting people know about us. Uh, hopefully, we can get those listens up. That's why we got the the business cards, so that way we can we can get the viewership viewership up. And as always, we always mention it, but, you know, we will get to a point where we get, you know, YouTube going and, you know, get some more views when it comes to that as yeah, well. Yeah, we're still we're still trying to work out the kinks, you know, making sure that we can get, like, the right cameras and, you know, just to make sure that, you know, everything will turn out great, you know, just for, just for giggles. I mean, we'll have... Pretty much the best way I can say to do it is bring in two cameras. We'll put one over there on your side and then one over here on me. And then whoever is going to be editing the videos can actually bounce back and forth between whoever's talking. Or even mm-hmm. do a split screen. I mean, even a yeah. split screen would work just fine. Yep, that would, but, for um, sure. But, yeah, we're trying to work the kinks out in that because, you know, if we do the YouTube thing right, we could very, you know, we could pick up more viewers because will be like out there and as long as we're continuously putting up videos and stuff like that we'll start getting out there a little bit more and then we'll start showing up all over the place and people will be like oh what's this <laughs> click views everything you mm-hmm. know it, it's gonna be great we'll do it right it, it takes time but we'll do it right. oh yeah for sure i mean this this up you know with the football season starting this year we're officially at one year of doing the podcast. So the podcast is had its birthday, you could say, of one year of going. So, I mean, doing this for a whole year every week, you know, as, as shown that we're committed and we're really wanting to, you know, have this uh, take off and, and keep going. So, you know, uh, like, like David said, you know, we're just making sure that it's done right and it looks good and it looks right. So we're, we're going to make sure that everything's done the, the right way for it. Um, but we look we look forward to having some more fun with that and, and having a, a new spectrum to, you know, what, what we're trying to offer for people that listen. Yeah, and just to let everybody know that, you know, just because we might move to video on this doesn't mean that, you know, places like Spotify and Apple Podcast and all these other places, you know, won't have sports harder. They will still be available even after we put the videos up and stuff like that. The audio-only versions will still be there. Well, yeah, because we still have to record it this way either way. So, I mean, we're still we're still going to use Anchor to record everything. So Right, and you never know these, uh, these cameras that we might use. We'll make sure they have mics on them so that way we can feed it into the YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, so that yep. way we can actually do it. Yep, for Yay! sure. Yay! Oh, oh, boy. 
Um, so yeah, this uh, this weekend coming up, uh, not too much going on uh, sports wise. Like we said, the college football it'll be interesting to watch the Virginia Notre Dame. Um, Sunday is the slate of football games, uh, and then Monday for Monday night football. Um, I don't think anything else is really you know going on other than uh, getting getting ready for baseball to be over with. We got to watch closely the games that are left for some of these you know the divisions that are still really tight. <laughs> so uh, you know we'll see when it comes to that. Um, you just never know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, like I said, it's coming down to the wire. To, you know. Uh, a game, one game could determine who has home field advantage in a wild card game, you know, so, um, or if they're even in the wild card or if they're out. So, um, but yeah, uh, anything, anything else you want to add before we wrap up then? We got, we got one minute left. Blah, 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 blah. No, I ain't got much going on this weekend. Maybe we'll get together and watch a game or something. I don't know. Whoop, whoop. Um, I always, always down for that. So already, well, uh, like we said, we appreciate everyone. We love everyone. And until next Tuesday, remember that is our new night, our new time. Hopefully we'll see you cross our fingers always every week for boo boo, but, uh, we will see you guys on the flip side. Peace. Peace.